they need to understand to go to a school administrator and say these words. Now, dads, stay with me here. I want you to say this after me because this is how you are going to coach your child or your children with this. Welcome to the Close Quarter Dad Podcast, discussions about raising your kids with confidence, safety, and resilience. I'm your host, Adam Mitchell, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey there, thanks for joining me in this discussion today. I wanna to talk a little bit about the zero tolerance policy and uh, how we can have discussions with our children about it in school because sometimes it, it, it seems a little uh, counterintuitive to teach our children self-defense or personal protection uh, only to understand that in school, if they defend themselves at any level, well, then it's gonna work against them and they may even get kicked out of school or put on some long-term suspension. A little background first, the zero tolerance policy uh, became a pretty common thing in the in the mid 1990s, and it is uh, it is school administration's um, adherence to uh, certain laws that were put in place uh, back in 1994. Actually, about firearms, that's where it all began. But then it spilled over into uh, drugs and violence. And some school administrations have gone so far, and, and many of them actually have gone so far to say that if there is in school violence, if there's any type of fight. Uh, or a situation of bullying that may have gotten hands-on, well then both parties are gonna be removed and dismissed, uh, and that's absolute zero tolerance. So some of us can be pretty critical about that policy. Meanwhile, others can be very accepting to it and saying, look, I want a zero, vi zero violence in our school regardless. We have to understand that if we're teaching our children personal protection, then we have to also make sure that our children understand how to articulate certain situations uh, to school administrators, teachers, or adults. And if they feel threatened at any time, or if they're speaking on behalf of one of their friends who may not have the courage to come forward with what's going on, and your child sees a situation happening to someone, uh, whether it's someone that they're, they care about, whether it's a friend, or even if it's just a bystander, maybe it's another, or, or they're just a bystander, and they're witnessing uh, as a third party something happening, and they know of something, or, or maybe they heard something in a, in a discussion and gossip uh, and they feel motivated and they feel sort of that responsibility to say, hey, look, um, I, I need to help this kid out. Well, good for them. You're training them right if that's the situation. But whether if it's something that's happening to them directly or if it's something that's happening to a friend or if it's something that they're just hearing through the gossip mill, um, here's the steps that we want to coach our children in, 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 in how to navigate this zero tolerance policy. The first thing to understand is that if your child feels threatened at any time or they feel as though the situation could escalate to a point where it's going to go hands on, where they've been threatened, uh, it's already happened, where maybe they've been pushed or it's gone hands on at some point, what they need to do at that moment is they need to understand to go to a school administrator and say these words. Now, dads, stay with me here. I want you to say this after me because this is how you are going to coach your child or your children with this. This is what happened, and they need to express exactly what happened. Then they need to follow that with, I am scared for my safety, and I'm asking you to help me. And if you can't, please take me to who can. Now, what this does is this not only uh, puts the onus on that school administrator, that teacher, or that adult, but it also puts a, uh, it, it puts a, uh, an accountability trail, a breadcrumb trail of this child has taken the steps to notify and to put on call the administration that they are scared, 
that they have been threatened, that it has gotten to this point and it is now the administration's responsibility to take that next step. Now, if something were to happen to your child and they, something went hands-on and they protected themselves, well, now that at least they have a leg to stand on here and they're able to sort of bypass that zero tolerance because they did the responsible thing by going to the administration, speaking to the administration and saying, I'm scared for my safety. I'm asking you to help me. And if you can't help me, please take me to who can. As a martial arts teacher, one of the things that I ex have experienced over 20 years are dads coming in to my school with their child and saying, you know, I want my daughter to start martial arts or I want my son to start martial arts. And I'm always going to ask them, oh, okay, what's the reason? Why do, why do you want them to start martial arts? And the answer is oftentimes going to be, well, this happened at school or I'm scared that this is going to happen. Martial arts, while it's going to help that child to develop a specific skill set, to help them in when a situation goes to the point of crisis or to that point of no return. I don't want the child to feel as though they need, they're, they're now responsible for acquiring this skill set so that one day they're going to have to defend themselves physically. Now, statistically, is that going to happen? Possibly. Do I want a child to feel that right now at that point in their life, especially if they're in a vulnerable situation? If it's a girl and she's dealing with social exclusion, if it's a boy and he's dealing with some conditions uh, within, within peer groups, they're at a vulnerable point right now. We don't want them to feel as though, hey, look, you're going to have to defend yourself. There's going to be a fight. It's going to get to that. And I want to make sure that you're capable of protecting yourself. It's all well intended, but instead we need to have deeper conversations with our children and help encourage and empower them to overcome those vulnerable situations that they're in right now and not making them live in a state of fear or paranoia, thinking that, oh my God, I'm going to have to fight one day, but I'm trying to communicate. We want to be the leaders and the role models, models and trainers for our children. So we have to be able to communicate at a, level, at a level that they're comfortable with versus communicating to them at a level that we're comfortable with and vicariously wanting to fight that kid that's messing with my kid through my kid. If your child does feel threatened or they see someone who is threatened or they care about someone and they feel that something is gonna escalate, those are the steps they need to take to be able to bypass the zero tolerance policy and to be able to physically defend themselves if it comes to that. Once again, I wanna share it with you because I really wanna drill this into you. They need to explain the situation clearly. They need to say, I am scared for my safety and I'm asking you to help me. And if you can't, please take me to who can. That second part's really important, guys. If you can't help me, please take me to who can. I've, I've oftentimes seen kids in situations, young people in these situations, and they're like, no, I'm not scared of that guy. I just don't really wanna fight. I don't want this situation to happen, but I'm not scared for my safety. Well, okay, I get that. But even still, say those words. And if your son is saying, oh, you know, this situation is happening and I'm not, I'm not scared, dad. I, I don't really, you know, that kid's not gonna beat me up. Say, look, eat your ego for this one and simply say, I'm scared for my safety. Because then at that point, take the kid down. But we wanna just make sure we have blanket coverage, we understand zero tolerance, but we also understand how to navigate through that. And as fathers, we also understand that the compassionate route is the best course of action versus trying to lash out vicariously to that kid that we feel threatened by through our child and be able to communicate to our child at their level with compassion and with support. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this quick tip. Again, zero tolerance policy. 
get to understand it, get to know it, get to learn about it in your community, ask those hard questions of your school administration, learn how they respond to these situations, uh, and uh, really educate yourself there. I look forward to hearing your comments down below. Have you had this situation happen to you or your children? Do you have any questions about this? I look forward to having that discussion with you. Thanks so much. I want to thank you for spending time with us on this episode today. It's truly appreciated. I hope you got some value from it. If you want to go ahead and leave any comments or questions, reach out to me directly. I personally answer all of the questions that you have. If you know someone like yourself who may find value in this episode, then please go ahead and share it. We'd also like to ask you to subscribe to Close Quarter Dad. This way you get updated every time a new episode comes out wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much once again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Close Quarter Dad.